Welcome to the Book Nook. I'm Ron Kincher from Muddy River News, and we have Victoria DeMint. She is the Public Relations Director at the Quincy Public Library, and welcome again. Thank you for having me, Ron. How are things at the library? Things are going well. We are winding down our summer reading. You know, it eventually has to come to a close. Uh, next week will be our last official week, but of course, you can still keep reading and doing all the things at the library. Um, but... The exciting thing is, is we've got things geared up for the fall. Outstanding. And one of the things is you just received a big grant, right? We did. We received a $11,000 grant from the National Endowments of the Arts to participate in the Big Read, which, what does that mean, right? So the Big Read is a initiative that... Um, allows us to hand out about a thousand copies of a book that we have chosen from a list of books from the grant. And then the whole purpose of that is to create awareness and community and learning opportunities around the themes of the said book and to really bring your whole community together in a learning and educational experience. So what book did you guys end up with? So the book we ended up with is Rebecca Tausick's book called Sitting Pretty, and it's a book about her life in a wheelchair. She, I believe, was the survivor of childhood cancer, and it affected her limbs, and so she's lived her whole life in a wheelchair, and so she does this beautiful um, story. It's a very relatable book. Um, it's really fun to even listen to on audiobook because she uh, narrates it herself, and um asks really thought-provoking questions, but it's about um, how does being differently abled affect you? And when we see it in such large ways as someone sitting in a wheelchair, you know, we're like, oh, wow, that must be so hard. But it also allows us to approach the idea of how are we differently abled and how has being differently abled um, affected our lives and the people around us. And it's not just about a disablement such as she's experienced right. other challenges that people have. Exactly. It could be the fact that, you know, maybe someone takes medication for ADHD. I wear glasses, right? Um, some people have fine motor issues. You know, it can be something that maybe we don't see presented on the daily, but we all ha are touched um, with disability in some way, right? So that's really exciting. And um, the kickoff for that, which will be... Um, September 15th, it'll be at the Quincy Public Library, and um, in, on that day, we'll probably give away the majority of the books that day, but then it launches a month-long uh, programming around the book, and we will end our programming by bringing in a children's author who also is a champion uh, barrel racer <laughs> on a horse <laughs> and um, she was paralyzed from the waist down in an accident when she was 18 years old and so her book is called Walk Ride Rodeo and she will be coming and talking to us about her experiences being differently abled and um, that will be October 12th. So the book you selected was from a list of books right? Yes. It's not one that you got to pick necessarily yourselves, but so they're like 10 or 12 books. Yeah, basically. it's a, I want to say it's a list of 10 books. And when you are applying for the grant, and who you, did the grant again? What organization? Uh, the National Endowments for the Arts okay. in conjunction with Arts Midwest. Okay, thank you. Okay. Yes. So you had a list of books. And so um, actually, our library staff 
narrowed it down to, I believe, three and picked um, Sitting Pretty as the book we were going to apply for the grant for. Um, I believe last year's book was um, a book of poetry regarding um, Indigenous Peoples Group. So there's lots of different themes, but overall the books are to create awareness around issues that we might not talk so easily about. So is this the first time you guys have gotten the grant? No, I believe the first time we received the grant was in 2008. Okay, so this is quite a thing that you guys yes. were uh, awarded this donation yes. of $11,000. So yes. um, some of that goes towards paying for the books, obviously. Right. So how does one qualify to receive one of these books? You literally just have to show up. Show up. Yeah. At the kickoff of the event, we we just want to give them give them out to anyone who wants to read them. Now, you're also going to have other events tied to, you mentioned it's going to be like a month-long thing right. at the library. So um, you're also going to have other speakers come in. Is it going to be similar type uh, conversations about things that your ch- people are challenged with? Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I, yeah, I, I guess it would be how does being differently able to affect your community okay. and how can we be a community that um, bridges the gap and doesn't make it so that um, being differently abled is a burden, right? So we, um, something that we're hoping to do is we're hoping to have a, um, an art class, but where you would do an art with maybe putting a paintbrush and using your feet to paint or putting it in your mouth. So kind of like a differently abled um, paint class. We're really focusing on American Sign Language. So people who do only speak ASL, you can, they don't, you don't have to do just random large motions if you meet someone like that. You can point them to the restroom or point them to the exit or a door, right? So that we're all a little bit more informed on how how to help people. Um, we're hoping to talk with a doctor who works in prosthetics, um, bringing in someone who talks about that and that whole process. Um, cause I don't know about you, but I know nothing about that right, process. Right. Um, we're also hoping to, um, have people tell their stories around how being differently abled has affected their life, whether it be directly in something that's affected them or a family member or a friend. Um, so, and then of course, the whole point of it is there are um, multiple book discussions that will take place around the book sitting pretty throughout the month. So keep a lookout on our website and on our social media as we announce when those book discussions will happen. So hopefully you can read the book and then come and talk with people about it and how it affected you. And you're also looking for benefactors or local businesses yes. to help offset some of the costs. Yes. Or, and I and if I remember correctly, that this money can be used to bring in speakers. Yes. Or things. So yes. So still, we are also yep, absolutely. In? We are also in the process. So the, with the grant, the whole idea is is they give you um, depending they give you a certain amount of money depending on your right. community size. We were awarded eleven thousand, and then you're in charge of raising a matching amount. Oh wow. Yes, and so um, that allows us to. Um, give monetary donations to organizations who help partner with us to encourage their work. Like say, if we partner with the Special Olympics, we can then give a donation to them um, and partner and thanking them for their partnership. And so it's also um, not only just about giving away books, but it's also encouraging economic growth in a community. And if they want, 
if someone's listening and wants more information on being able to make a donation, just yes. call the library. I'm call the library and ask for Victoria Dement. <laughs> so with school almost starting, um, or maybe coming up right I know, the it's right is around the corner. Is there a whole different set of things you guys are going to do now that kids are in school that yes. is geared towards school-aged children? Yes. So our programming schedule changes, obviously, and right. we obviously have more programs that happen kind of directly after school and in the evenings um, because kids are in school. Um, so in order to find all that information, the best place to go is quincylibrary.org slash events, which is going to take you to our wonderful library calendar. You can even filter the library calendar based off of what age you want to see events by. So if you're like... I only want to take my, you know, three-year-old grandkid. I just want things that are for three-year-olds. You can filter it all, and they'll just show you everything for the whole month. So all of those things are happening. Um, I think something that's really fun, if you do have a tween kid and up age, um, we're starting a Lego club this fall, which I think is so fun. So come to the library and um, let your imagination go wild. And I think that's also sometimes a what little... What age groups for that? So that's seven and up. <clears throat> you may have some children younger than that. that would be and I think, like and that. as long as you know, as they, I think that's, I think that's perfectly fine and totally normal because I've... <laughs> I loved Legos starting at three. But I also think if I was a parent, I would love to send my kid to somewhere else where the Lego mess can take place. Yes. Somewhere else and not in my house. <laughs> so um, it, let's say there's a daycare center or um, you know, a kindergarten class or any school that uh, is out there. Do you guys partner with classrooms yes. and stuff? And do you have specific type things that you can do or is it more of a talk and you kind of spur the moment thing between I am the school and the so glad you asked this we have what we call a school delivery specialist her name is Gina Miller wow okay yes she is amazing and the wonderful thing about Gina is she is a ex-teacher so she understands how busy our teachers are and she does mainly she does school delivery so any book that you want from the library you can order it online in a very simple process, and then it's literally delivered to your classroom. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you can receive reminder emails on when it's going to be delivered and be like, oh, hey, delivery's next week. Make sure to order your books for Christmas coming up or the Halloween holiday or, you know, um, Thanksgiving. And so um, she delivers all that. She also can partner with you and teach you how to use our digital services. She also sends out little informational emails about how to use our digital services, which is really easy. Um, and on top of that, she also organizes if you need extra support in your classroom or if you want to take a field trip to the library. So we love helping schools. We love helping teachers. We understand that you are busy, and our goal is to create a seamless, easy process so that you can have as many resources for your classroom. I think she should be the guest on the next book. Though. I think you are the absolutely correct. Yeah. Yes. Well, thanks for stopping by. Thank you, Ron. It's been fun. Always fun. Victoria DeMint from the Quincy Public Library, and this has been Book Thanks.